This is AgriPulse Daybreak West for Tuesday, July 23rd. Good morning. I'm Jeff Nally. Here's today's headlines. State hears coastal water issues. California farmers rally for USMCA and Trump proposes snap cut. Salinity, contamination and SGMA among top water issues for Central Coast. Groundwater, groundwater, groundwater. We're the most groundwater-dependent region of the state, said Michael Johnson, a member of the Central Coast Water Board. Johnson was the first to respond to a state water board presentation on the governor's water resilience portfolio during a meeting in Santa Barbara last week. The regional board represents a coastal corridor spanning the Salinas Valley down through San Luis Obispo. Johnson said more than 80% of the region's water supply comes from groundwater. He pointed to saltwater intrusion as a top issue for both groundwater and surface water, which is driving agriculture to pull water further upriver. Solving the issue of nitrate contamination in drinking water without driving agriculture away is also one of the biggest challenges, he added. Board member Monica Hunter agreed, adding that municipal supplies and farming are clearly linked. She also said established practices, especially where agriculture is concerned, don't have much margin for error. Board member Jeffrey Young said it isn't just nitrates. God knows how many legacy issues we've got in the groundwater, he said. Chair John Pierre Wolf emphasized the relationship of the Sustainable Groundwater Management Act to the decisions of the Department of Fish and Wildlife. Along with the minimum flow requirements for water projects, he said, the new paradigm needs to include maximum flow requirements. As Wolf explained, the department should set a policy to divert any excess stormwater flow to groundwater recharge projects. Stephanie Harlan, another board member, expressed frustration over the state's many other policy priorities at play. It bothers me that Sacramento is pushing, pushing, pushing for more housing, 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 when we don't have the water. California Farm Bureau brings farmers to D.C. to lobby for USMCA. The California Farm Bureau Federation has representatives in Washington this week to push for ratification of the U.S.-Mexico-Canada agreement. California Food and Ag is coming to Washington to make a strong appeal for our elected representatives. That's the word of California Farm Bureau President Jamie Johansson in a written statement. The Bureau is urging swift passage, citing an International Trade Commission report that USMCA will add an additional $2.2 billion to ag exports annually. The Day of Advocacy on July 24th will include a reception in which the Trump administration and members of Congress can meet farmers and ranchers representing a diversity of agriculture interests in California. CFBF is partnering with dairy groups and the National Council of Farmer Cooperatives. For questions, contact Jennifer Martin at the International Dairy Foods Association. USDA seeks to slash food stamp rolls. The Trump administration is proposing today to significantly tighten the eligibility rules for the Supplemental Nutrition Assistance Program, knocking as many as 3 million people off the rolls. USDA is moving to rewrite automatic eligibility provisions that allow people in some states, and including California, to qualify for SNAP with incomes at up to 200% of the federal poverty level. The federal limit is 130%. Conservatives have tried without success to use the last two farm bills to make changes similar to what USDA is proposing. SNAP enrollment has been falling steadily and dipped below $36 million in April, the latest month for which data is available. Now keep in mind, 
USDA's move comes as the White House has angered some conservatives by cutting a deal with Democrats to raise spending limits for the next two years and suspend the federal debt ceiling. In a victory for Democrats, the deal also would end the threat of automatic spending cuts required by the 2011 Budget Control Act. The House expected to vote on the agreement later this week before lawmakers leave for their August recess. House Democrats get full USMCA tour in Mexico. A delegation of House Democrats is back in the U.S. after visiting Mexico City, San Luis Potsi, and Tijuana to gauge just how serious Mexico is about implementing and enforcing new labor and environmental standards that the country promised as a part of the U.S.-Mexico-Canada agreement. Representative Earl Blumenauer, the Oregon Democrat who led the delegation, didn't give an overall assessment but stressed the lawmakers met with government leaders, including President Andres Manuel Lopez Obrador, laborers, environmentalists, and even Tourita Water Treatment Plant. The Democratic members of the delegation specifically assessed how to ensure USMCA raises standards for workers and the environment, provides access to medicines, and can be enforced, according to a statement from the House Ways and Means Committee. Trump wants fantastic trade with Pakistan. President Trump doesn't just want to improve trade with Pakistan. He said he wants to increase trade 20-fold. Trump, during a press conference with Pakistan Prime Minister Imran Khan, gushed over the potential to increase commercial trade. He said, quote, I see great trade with Pakistan, and I'm not, I'm not talking about a little bit more. I'm talking about we could go 10 and even 20 times what we're doing right now. I think we're going to have a fantastic trade relationship. If that trade applies to food and ag, U.S. processors and farmers would be selling a lot more to the country that shares a border with Afghanistan. U.S. ag exports to Pakistan have been growing strong for years, and analysts expect that trend to continue. The U.S. exported $1.4 billion worth of ag products to Pakistan last year. That, according to USDA data, up from just $249 million in 2014. USDA Biotech Office gets new chief. Career USDA lawyer Bernadette Juarez is taking over a key agency at USDA that regulates genetically engineered crops. Juarez replaces Mike Furco, who is retiring at the end of the month as Animal and Plant Health Inspection Service Deputy Administrator for Biotechnology Regulatory Services. The change in leadership comes as the Trump administration is working to finalize a major overhaul of the regulations that BRS enforces. A proposed rule issued by the department in June would significantly streamline the regulatory process and likely exempt many gene-edited products from review. Juarez has been serving as APHIS Deputy Administrator for Animal Care since 2016. She also has served as Director of APHIS Investigative and Enforcement Services and as an attorney with the USDA's Office of General Counsel. Here's today's They Said It. Even without any identified projects, the 2018 water plan speculates the state will need to come up with $90 billion over the next 50 years to complete whatever it is we need to complete. The editorial board for the Chico Enterprise record criticizing a recent policy update from the state that says it doesn't mean a darn thing. 
Well, that's Daybreak West for this Tuesday, July 23rd, brought to you by FMC. For the latest news out of Washington, D.C., visit AgriPulse.com. For AgriPulse Daybreak West, I'm Jeff Daly.